Hayyim Yom Chof Tes Tammuz, the 29th day of Tammuz. Today is Erev Rish Chaydesh, which is Yom Kippur Katan. One makes a, a calculation, an accounting of the entire previous month and how the next month is going to be different. It's a tremendous day. Many Jews say the whole Tillam today. The custom in Chabad is to say it on Shabbos Mavarachim. And today is also the yard site of Rashi, the 917th yard site of Rashi. Rashi passed away on Chof Tes Tammuz. And we're going to see the Hayyim Yayim is perhaps because of that tremendous, momentous day. And every year that goes by, Rashi becomes more and more powerful. Rashi is the greatest commentary that ever lived in Jewish history. There is no one who comes even close. It's unparalleled. The accomplishments of Rashi are not to be fathomed. And, you know, everyone talks about the commentary, of course, to the entire Talmud which uh, opened up the Talmud, and uh, he's the mainstay. Everyone who studies Rashi, Toysis, it has to, everyone deals with Rashi. Um, um, uh, but the truth is, Rabbeinu Tam, his grandson, said that if Rashi wouldn't have wrote his commentary on the Talmud, he would have done it. However, he said, Rashi's commentary on Chumash, he said, I never could have replicated. It's impossible for me to have created the Rashi on Chumash. So those who are very superficial don't understand. They say, well, what do you mean? The, the Pirish of Rashi is simple. On Chumash is simple. It's much easier. It's not Talmud, it's Chumash. But that, that means they don't begin to understand what Rashi is doing on Chumash. Rashi makes a revolution. Rashi on Chumash made that It's crazy. Rashi says, I'm not going to go... Everything has to be proved from the text itself. It must be forced from the text. And, and, he, and it's, it's what, he, what he did is... Uh, and, and it was recognized throughout history, of course, which is why there's almost a thousand classic commentaries to Rashi, including, by the way, from the times of the Rishonim. In other words, not even from the Achroinim, the later generations. Already right after Rashi, in the 12th, 13th, 14th century, we have commentaries on Rashi, on Chumash. So, so that, this is the special role, what Rashi accomplished. And there's other Hagem Yames that studying Rashi will open up your heart, will open up your mind. So let's hear today about the Tzamaq Tzedek, the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. The Rebbe says the following, We found a tzetel. It means a small little paper with the handwriting of the Tzamaq Tzedek on it. Tzamaq Tzedek is the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. I'm named after the Tzamaq Tzedek. Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. And, and, and so the Tzamaq Tzedek, they found a little note, and this is what it wrote, this is its content. He said the following, that he had took upon himself a resolution to study every single day at night time, during the night, the evening and the night, six hours, to have six hours of studying Torah during the night, standing. Standing. So it shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be lying down or whatever. You should be focused. Six hours standing and nigla, meaning the revealed part of the Torah. Not Kabbalah, Chassidus, to study nigla, to study Talmud, Halacha. Six hours. And he writes in this little note, that thank God, Shekim, that he fulfilled his, uh, his resolution. And what did he accomplish with this uh, resolution? They went through the entire Babylonian Talmud and the entire Jerusalem Talmud and all four sections of the Code of Jewish Law which I did the calculation once, I think it's about 1,700 chapters or 1,800, whatever, um, of the Code of Jewish Law in depth, Bi'un. This is what the Tzamaq Tzedek writes. And the reason why I before connected it somewhat with Rashi is because everyone knows that the Talmud, studying the Talmud, especially in depth, 
means uh, with Rashi, that's a basic. In fact, we found another letter they print here in this book that in the library today, in, 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 in next to 770, they found a, a, a little note that the Tzamaq Tzedek. They're not sure if it's connected to this Ayyem Yayim. He also talks about things that he does, personally. And over there he writes that about studying the Gemara with the Rosh and the Ran. Interestingly, that those are the commentaries, um, the Rosh and the Ran. These are the very classic commentaries and also very focused on bringing the Gemara to, um, to, um, to Halacha. You know, always bringing the Gemara, connecting the Gemara to Halacha is a very important tool to, true, uh, to arriving at a true and deep understanding of the Gemara. They also bring a Rashima that the Rebbe himself wrote, that the Tzemach Tzedek said once, that a Jew has to be clear in the Gemara like the Rambam was. And once again, the Rambam was the one who found halachic conclusions. And his, uh, his son asked him about himself. He says, do you know the, the Gemara like the Rambam? So he counted a few smaller Masechdes, and then he, I think I read somewhere and included Masech the Beitzah, that Samach was known to be an expert in Masech the Beitzah. I think I saw that in the book of Chaim Mordechai Perlov, that he knew Beitzah like it was, there was no Masech like he knew, but over here the Rebbe wrote, that he began to count a few small Masechdes, the only big Masech that he counted that he knows like the Ramam was Erevin, which by the way, Erevin is incredibly difficult Masech, but for whatever reason, he counted Erevin as one of those tractates. My dear friends, what's the inspiration? What are we supposed to take away from this? Are we going to start opening Kailal perhaps in the nighttime? A six hour Kailal from 10 p.m. until 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Say again? I need someone to watch my baby and my wife. Well, uh, we arrange babysitters, we arrange whatever needs to be arranged, and we uh, pull all nighters. I found the sicha once of the Friedrich Rebbe. The previous Rebbe, where he said that he was saying how it shouldn't be foreign to spend the night once in a while in the study based on Medrash. He says everyone has to run home, I understand. That's what he was saying. You know, everyone feels the need, the, the, the life. But he says, look, a Jew's life is Torah. And he said it shouldn't be a crazy thing. Not every night, of course. You know, your wife's going to go crazy. But once in a while, the fact that you end up because you got lost in whatever you were learning and you spent the whole night in the Medrash. He says, allow it, allow it, allow, it should be allowed. Um, it should be something which, is, uh, which isn't a foreign concept. But the lesson, of course, is everyone on their own level. The Rebbe spoke many times how in Halacha there's a concept of someone whose profession is to study Torah. And the Rebbe spoke how even if someone who's officially their profession isn't to study Torah, this is completely relevant to them. Because in the time that you study Torah... It has to be in such a way that it's as if you have nothing else in your life but this moment of studying Torah. In other words, it has to be so sacred to you the time that you're studying Torah that it's like Shabbos. That, and it's, like, it, it's as if you have no other profession but studying Torah. And when you do that, you have that success. You're completely able to connect with the Torah and what it's teaching and, 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 and be able to absorb much more and to accomplish much more. So even if one is not able to do six hours... Right. However, the concept, there's a few interesting concepts here. So one of them is the focus. He did it standing. He was committed. And he said he's going to accomplish and, and conclude. There are those here, for example, who took track dates that they're going to conclude by Yutas Kislev, which is coming in about four months. Right. Um, the, so that's, when a person takes a, a resolution, they should stick to it and they shouldn't budge. And they should stand and be ready to, ready to, 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 to accomplish their goal. And... Um, and the other lesson, of course, is to have such goals. Look what he did. 
He went through Bavli, went to Yerushalmi, This is something a Jew should strive for to create and not limit themselves. You know how many Jews I met who told me, look, I'm too, it's too late for me to really become a Talmud Chacham. I'm going to study the Talmud, I'm going to study this, I'm going to study that. Tell me a Dvar Torah, tell me something nice. I'll have something nice to repeat. Why are we selling ourselves short? You know, there was no one in the world more busy than Tzamech Tzedek. You know that Tzamech Tzedek had, he was constantly going to Petersburg to deal with government decrees. In his days, they were kidnapping Jewish children. So he was dealing with that. He, he responded, we have hundreds, thousands of letters that he had to send out. He was responding to communities all over the world. He had hundreds of thousands of chassidim. The historians say that he was the greatest time in Chabad history in terms of numbers of chassidim. Samach Tzedek had the most chassidim of any Rebbe. Um, you know, and, 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 and everything else that came with it. And yeah, guess what? He found, he found some time. So, in other words, we shouldn't give up on ourselves. Oh, it's too late. It's not too late. Obviously, we don't have six hours, but we have the ability to accomplish great things and be connected to what we need to be connected to. Everybody have a fantastic day.